this. I am. All right, very good. Very good. All right. Alrighty. <clears throat> and welcome back to United Wasteman. This is episode three, I believe. It could be four. It could be five. Who really knows at this I point? I do not know. Uh, it is reading week. <laughs> uh, the boys are back for another episode. Uh, and today we have a couple nice things in store for you. We're going to be focusing a little bit more on the music today. But uh, first of all, let's get a little hello from the co-host. Hey, this is Ethan Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> that was Ethan Pogue. And we're back. Yeah, we officially got the, uh, we got the anchor set up for our... Yeah, we're going to... I don't know what number this will be, but we just got our first episode on Spotify and everything. So that'll be nice. So everything from then on... Uh, will be on there yeah including exclusive episodes that aren't going to be on spirit live uh that we do with the bubble yeah we have a bubble podcast that's going to be coming towards uh the anchors way but we can't put that on spirit live due to the the nature the explicit nature (laughs) oh by the way i think this would be a great time for us to say that our views do not reflect those of ryerson university and spirit live they do not at all we have a pre-recording for that but we just (laughs) thought we'd say throw it in um so shaw uh what what happened where we missed last episode? What happened? We we were supposed to record last week. Oh yes, uh, we didn't record last week because um, I came over around four o'clock. Shaw was prepared. I was not. And I was like, "Hey man, uh, do you want to do the podcast?" You're like, "No, well we had a barbecue plan, so we'll do that first. Why don't you open a beer?" So we got a couple <laughs> beers in, had a barbecue and podcast just. We podcast yeah it slipped our mind a little bit but that's okay we're which back which is okay week. it was worth it to the, have some beers and a barbecue the barbecue was okay uh we did really good end up getting the steaks how we wanted them on the grill but uh we did have some nice ribs they still tasted good the ribs were immaculate ribs were good too the potatoes were fire but uh the steaks the steaks unfortunately had to get pan fried but you know what that happens from it's all right time. man we worked through our issues but uh shaw i think we should dev- dive right into this segment i'm very yeah, excited. You're excited about this one um, this is going to be this is a lengthy little piece I have here of some questions uh, I think we should cover because I think uh, music is something that we both uh, love and enjoy. Uh, uh, ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah, we're singing, singing, singing music. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. we share a lot, but also have our differences. So sure. I'm, I'm hoping to spark an argument, really, what this is <laughs> designed yeah, for. Yeah, we're going to get into another versus um, <laughs> at some point here. Probably not immediately, but um, on the last one, we talked about a little bit the the verses that you were very confident you're gonna win but we had two judges <laughs> of our friends uh the versus battle was between future and travis um and i was obviously on the side of travis and travis won i think in like six out of the seven songs we tested oh my god all right all right, all right. So just had to get that in there we had we had two judges one who doesn't listen to hip-hop at all so i thought that was a little unfair but uh, but he still enjoyed the music. I, he did. I will admit that Travis Scott won that versus battle. I think Future could have played his discography better than I did. <laughs> I think you played Travis's discography better than Travis could, though. <laughs> uh, I think you should have played Looking Exotic. I love that. Exotic, man. <laughs> Future's a really good rapper. Anyways, regardless, we're going to go ahead and say that Travis Scott would take that versus battle. Yeah. But it's okay. We have another one in store. Um, but I think the first question I have for you, because I'm interested to know what you're on right now, what the current state of your your ears are in. Um, sure. Who are your top five artists right now that you are listening to? 
right now. So that if you were to think about that, well, um, if while you just right now, then yeah. that won't be too hard. That won't be too hard. Maybe I don't know. Let me look through what I'm listening to a little bit. You have a wide vocabulary, though, like a wide not vocabulary, a wide library of music you listen to. Yeah, I, I don't know if I can give you like a top five of what I'm doing right now, but I can give you a few artists that I have been listening to. Um, well, this isn't really specifically an artist, but I did make my first playlist on Spotify. It's just a bunch of soul music with like Marvin Gaye and all that. Nice. And so I was listening to that a bit, which was nice because I was going through a period where I wasn't listening to music for like a little bit. Um, so that kind of got me back into it. Something just easy and nice to listen to. So you're running Spotify now? I'm doing, I've, I've both. You have both now? Yeah. I was meaning to try both because since it's $5 a month for a student for each, I'm basically yeah. just paying for one. Um, but I, I wanted to see what Spotify, cause I know Spotify is better at some things. I still like Apple music better. Yeah. Me too. Um, but I wanted to see the, like how it recommends songs. Cause it does that a lot better. Yes. I Apple think, music. and then we've, we've had the discussion a lot. So we might as well just put it on recording, but, uh, me and you both agree that we think that Apple music is the, the better like software, I would say, whereas I think Spotify is the better service. Yeah. I don't even know if I'd put it into terms like that, but I do agree that like apple music i like the organization of my music in that in that way yeah. it makes me feel like i think i said the other night when we were talking about it that it makes me feel less like i'm renting the music you know yeah. i feel like it's organized it feels like i have some kind of ownership of it which i know is uh not real but yeah. it's still i like that <laughs> and spotify when i'm on there i know for sure that i'm just renting this music but it does it it recommend songs a lot better it does so that that's interesting also like the ease of use of album music if you were to like say download a mixtape on the internet and download it to your macbook you yeah. can easily put it onto apple music and listen to your downloaded portfolio along with your streaming portfolio at the same time exactly which yeah. spotify it's very i know you can down put downloaded music on spotify but it's I think it's a strenuous process to even get it. To I've there. not tried that, and I probably won't because Apple Music's so easy for that. It is very easy. Um, I just wanted the recommendations. I wanted to see what people really like about it because I feel like that was something I should do. Yeah. You know, see both sides of it. But Apple Music, for sure, I will probably always like that better. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'll give you my top five if you want to go. Oh, yeah. Me. You can go for the top five, and I'll so think about it. Right now, I've been probably listening to a lot more blues music than I typically do. Okay. So uh, I would say I've been listening to a lot more uh, of, uh, you know, the Kingfish uh, Ingram guy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've, I've been listening to like a, a little bit more of his new stuff, some Stevie Ray Vaughan. I like Kingfish. Did he drop anything recently? No, nah, he just had this album from like 2019, I want to say. That was the just... one that's like kind of yellow. Yeah. Really yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was I running like through that one. one. I like that's it. Um, I also like listening to some more Jimi Hendrix, some Stevie Ray Vaughan. Uh, of course, some John Mayer. Definitely. Uh, so I'd say those were like in the top five there. And then I guess I'll just throw in some Jack Johnson because sure. uh, my roommate Jacob has been... Uh, kind of putting me back into that little loop of jack johnson music which is so soothing to listen to nice it is very soothing music i guess yeah those are all good choices right now um there's a couple there's an electronic artist i was listening to a little bit um flux pavilion because mm. he dropped a recent album and it's very dope mm. i haven't really listened to an electronic album in a while but i really have enjoyed that um i what else do we got in here um 
I was watching some TikToks. Oh god. I came across this guy Johan Lennox, Ooh. who does a lot of production. He does some for Kanye. Um, he does a lot of strings. That's like his main thing. He doesn't mm. do the strings, but he organizes them. Like, nice. So I was listening to some of his music, and it's really cool. Nice. So I've been listening to that. Um, in my business and music two class, people were talking about how like the weekend and Dua Lipa are like really pushing this wave of like 80s sound mm. and so i listened to dua lipa because i hadn't really delved into her stuff before and right it was, it was pretty good it's interesting it's very much just like pop music but it's interesting the way she has that 80s yeah. influence so i was listening to that what is that three mm-hmm. um bonnie Vare. really to bonnie Vare's first album because alex showed it to me and it's really good she's not that bad it's Bonnie a guy. Bear's pretty good. It's a guy. Well, Bear is a girl or a guy? It's a guy. And it might be a group now. Oh. But the guy, I think, did the first album all by himself. Oh, okay. Um, but then that's the one that I was listening to because she told me to. Mm. It's really good. It's nice. It was apparently recorded in like a cabin in the winter in Wisconsin. And it mm. sounds exactly like it was recorded in a cabin in the winter in Wisconsin. <laughs> and I like that a lot. It's really nice. Um, what else? I guess Spotify recommended me Leif Volbeck. I don't know if that's oh. how you pronounce that. Word. But Alex knew him when I showed the song uh, that Spotify recommended me to her. And it's nice. It's so Spotify's working out. Yeah. It's yeah. doing what it's supposed to do. So I guess that's five <laughs> that I'm listening to right now. And I want to listen to the new Lucky Day EP, but I haven't listened through that. Fully. Lucky Day EP? Lucky Day, yeah. You know Lucky Day? No, I do not. He's, a, he's pretty good. Um, it's it's an interesting style too. I don't even know where his influences would be, but it, it's good. He dropped an album like a year or two ago that was really good, so you should listen to that. That's All right, hundred percent. Nice. Uh, the next little question I have here is, um, well, it's not really a question. It's more of like an open-ended statement. But uh, I'm sure you saw the news. This has been kind of like I'm coming to like this final kind of fiery crescendo. I'm sure this isn't like the apex of this little storyline, but. Uh, Kanye and Kim Kardashian have mm. been going through uh, a tumultuous point in their marriage, which has ultimately uh, resulted in Kim filing for divorce. Yeah, for Kanye, which is sad to hear. I don't, you don't like to see, um, you know, divorce happen. That's not great, especially when there's kids involved. It's a very difficult yeah. uh, situation to uh, to be in. Um, so I want to get your thoughts on that, and then maybe where Kanye might take his music from there, because uh, yeah. Um for sure man i mean that does suck i had heard about that for a little while so i didn't know at first i was like i don't know if this is like a rumor because it was attached to like the jeffree star thing and i was yeah. like okay that doesn't sound real no like so like are they even getting a divorce like um but it sounds like it is true yeah. so that that does suck for sure mm-hmm. um but kanye is a little bit of a unpredictable guy and i think kim stands up for him a lot yes so she probably she might have just got tired of that she might have yes um so i don't know because it would it would be difficult to be married to kanye west for sure i couldn't imagine the uh toll it would take (laughs) being married to kanye kanye west especially like a lot of his like i know that he is diagnosed with like uh like bipolar disorder and he like kind of suffers from like a lot of mental health issues yeah but um he has been filling up his bucket of antics definitely man especially with like the u.s 
elections. election yeah. and him running for president. Like that would that would have been ridiculous to have to support him through. Yeah, I don't think it was an ideal um, situation. So yeah, it's not great. It sucks that that's happened, but I understand. Yes. Yeah. For uh, sure. And I hope that um, both of them come out happier and healthier afterwards. But the real question is, uh, what do you think this next Kanye album is going to be? Um. <laughs> uh, I heard that he's gonna make Donda, which is his mom's name. Yeah. That, that was an album he was supposed to make. That, but when he said he wasn't gonna make secular music again, they were like, "Ah, oh, it's never gonna happen." Yeah. But if he he might actually do it, which would be cool because he's done this gospel thing for a couple years and it's been fine. Yeah. But I think he has potential to do more than just that. So yeah. I hope that he's not just gonna be strictly doing gospel music from now on. Cause it's not bad it's just no. like it's interesting when he does more than just that like i liked yeah. like uh ultralight beam is a combination of gospel and hip-hop and that's yeah. amazing it's amazing so when he does stuff like that that's really cool yeah so hopefully he does some more stuff like that yeah i feel like the life of pablo was when he kind of <clears> tried to transcend his hip-hop music into a more gospel sense he kind of followed it up though with um Kid see ghosts with uh kid cutty yeah. and then he had the the yay album uh, and he did a push t album he also he did, produced he produced daytona uh there's another one he produced i can't remember her name but it was the same yeah. time and then after he dropped his uh his gospel album um right after yay he dropped the gospel yeah album. after yay it was uh jesus is his king. king yes yeah uh, which had like I think one rap song on it. Kind There's of. some rap on it. There's, There's some rap bit, on yeah. it. But it, it's actually it wasn't bad. When I listened to it, I wasn't upset by it. It yeah. was just very gospel. It was very gospel. So. Yes. So I'm I'm curious to know where he takes his music uh, after this little um, this you know storyline kind of comes to a finish line. I guess if you will. I'm yeah. curious to know where he's gonna take that. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, speaking of that Daytona album. This is a nice little segue. Okay. Uh, produced by Kanye. Yeah. Rapped by, uh, you know, T. Pusha T. Yeah. Um, rap terrorist, uh, as as he's known in the streets. <laughs> uh, and there's a there's a couple there's a couple shots on that album, speci- specifically on the song. I think it's Infrared. Man, I haven't listened to that album in like four years. As far as four I years. remember, Infrared had a couple shots. You know who those shots were towards? Probably Drake, because they were beefing at the time. Yes. <laughs> so, if you were to say, this is the big question of the day, this is a versus question yeah. of the day. If you were to put up Drake versus Kanye in a versus battle, who would win? And why? And, uh... Well, we just briefly discussed this before we uh, recorded this. But, um... Like I said before, I, I think it would be a very hard choice. It's not like yes. the Travis Scott and Future one where I was... Very confident, Travis. <laughs> no, no, get the hell out of here. <laughs> uh, this one is a lot closer, in my opinion. I, I, I think it could go either way. I said that I would back Kanye in this. I would say that I think he has made a bigger impact in hip hop, but Drake has way more chart-topping hits, and he's probably been the most important guy in the game for a while so it's it's hard to say what is the most important thing to think about when you're saying who's better you but know yeah, is that just a general thing we're saying it's a it's a versus battle right like they do on you Instagram so you're just talking strictly about music yeah, 20 for 20 songs like drake plays 20 songs kanye plays 20 songs whoever played the better 20 songs yeah i mean wins the battle i think i could still 
I would still support Kanye in that. You would still but I think it would be really tough. I think it would be really tough. In fact, I think it's so tough that they think Drake would easily win. You think he would win? I think he would easily win. Really? Just, yeah. Like, I mean, if you look at the numbers, right? <clears throat> uh, you know, when it comes to the charts, Kanye's only had nine number one hits on the billboard. That's a lot. Uh, of Drake's ones. had 37. That's an enormous amount of numbers. Not ones. only that, but Drake has spent 386 weeks on the billboard 200 chart. Kanye has only spent 155. Yeah. No, for sure. Drake in popularity would win if we were just talking about popularity yes 100 percent. and i think he's earned that respect through his music sure yeah I, I don't disagree i think drake is definitely the most popular artist of the last decade yeah he's and um, taylor swift and ed sheeran are like around that too yeah they're close um but connie's music is more impactful and my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is widely known as the best album of the last decade really yeah you would say that i wouldn't say it's my favorite of the last decade not even favorite but you're saying it's the objective people the there's been a couple lists where that has been the number one known as the but best you're talking about decade. between 2010 and 2020 because it came out in yeah. 2010, yeah. yeah okay uh um and you were saying this as like this is like a take that you support i would just say that his impact has been crazy in so many ways like um everyone knows that Kanye was one of the first people to put autotune in rap, and he definitely influenced this generation of rappers in that way. Except for Drake. Like, <laughs> the, in the autotune, yeah, yeah. I mean, Drake has even said that Kanye's influenced him. Yeah, 100%. He hasn't yeah. influenced him. I don't think he's influenced him to do autotune, though. Probably not that. No. But, I mean, maybe, because Kanye kind of influenced everyone to do autotune. Like, there was a little yeah. bit, but... Um, so there's that for sure. There's like, I don't even know how many albums Kanye has. I should probably know that, but there's not, but the same for Drake. I'm, it's difficult for me to make this argument because Drake, there's not an album of his that I'd be like, that's bad. You know, really? but I would say the same thing about Kanye. I don't think any, I don't think either of them have a bad album. I think, I think they both have one bad album. What do you think? Drake's thank me later. It's not a good album. It's not a bad album. No, it's in... If you compare and stack it up to everything else he's done... Sure, but that doesn't... Not a good album. By comparison, maybe, but that doesn't and mean that it's a bad album. Even comparing it to Drake's, uh, Drake's like, no, rookie album compared to Kanye's rookie album. It's a landslide for Kanye. Definitely. Definitely. Kanye, Kanye has a way better first album. Sure. Yes. But that doesn't make Thank Me Later bad. Thank Me Later is not a bad album, but it's not a Drake album. It just okay. sounds like Drake made a playlist with a bunch of features from sure. pe big name people. I agree with that too. Like, I mean, he had Swiss Beats and Ti and Alicia Keys and yeah, I think he made a generic rap album. He but did. I don't think it's bad. It's not bad, but it's not great. But it's not as good as his other work, and, and you probably yeah, you you wouldn't want to use that as a point as to why he's great. Sure. Yes, but I think when it comes to hits, I think Dr like Drake's a professional hit maker. Sure. Wait, before you go to that point, what yeah. uh, Kanye album do you think's bad? Oh. Uh, uh, great question. I think uh, Kanye's. Uh, that's a great question, and the, the reason I'm gonna say this one, and you're gonna give me some flack for this. Bro, <laughs> um, I would say that his. Uh, it's a toss up for me, but I would say that probably his Yeezus album is not his best work. I understand what he was trying to do. I understand the like the experimentation of mm -hmm. the album. Um, I just don't think he delivered on the vision that he was looking for. And I think what listeners wanted out of the album, they got tastes of in good songs. Okay. And then in certain songs on that album, even though it was a condensed album, 
um, they they it, he kind of flopped. That's a I mean that's a that's not an unusual take. No, I think a lot of people don't like Yeezus. Even myself, it's not my favorite Kanye project. But there are really huge songs on that that you can't just deny. No, you can't like like ignore. Black Skin had no was huge huge bound enormous bound two was also huge blood on the leaves blood on the leaves and new slaves a little less big but still great songs so great songs you know like there's a lot on that project that mattered even if you don't care about the experimental stuff and you you don't think it worked and say the same thing about thank me later uh thank me later though but not really like yeah because come on man because that was just him trying to it, it was a different stage you know like that was just drake trying to be a rapper and like trying to figure it out whereas kanye was like trying to do something different okay you know and he still succeeded in a lot of ways but he didn't maybe he didn't hit the mark he was trying to do i don't really know what he was trying to what his for sure yeah goal was but i think even his most recent albums like i wouldn't say yay it was a great <clears> album <throat> i wouldn't say that you know kids see ghosts is an important album i don't yeah i wouldn't I, say that uh jesus is king is a in like the second half he's you can see the decline i guess it's yeah. like i like, guess like, after life it's like kobe Pop. with an achilles injury you know like after he's still life the mamba but he's not <laughs> after life of pablo i i guess i'm not considering them just kanye albums anymore but yay is a kanye album but drake can't get away with that yeah, but Kanye's doing this gospel thing. I don't think you can call that necessarily even a Kanye album, the gospel stuff. But it's released by Kanye, and Kanye's on it vocally. So I guess I, I guess it, it is just a Kanye, Kanye album. It just simply is a Kanye album. Um, so yeah, I get, I, yeah, sure, that, that so makes sense. Then sure. So then, Those are not the greatest albums. So Drake, like, percentage-wise, has hit on more of his albums, so we'll agree on that one. And then we'll take a step further. <laughs> I don't know if that's what we... like. Uh, if Drake... Do you think Drake has more? Li- we could count them. Like how many better? I'm just gonna quote this this lyric real quick. Uh, I could relate to the kids going straight to the league when they recognize they got what it takes to succeed, <laughs> and that's around the time that your idols become your rivals. You make friends with Mike, but you gotta AI him for your survival. Okay. Simply meaning that Drake has overtook Kanye for the rap throne, and Kanye is nowhere near taking it back from Drake. No, no, he's not. He's not. That's not why I think Kanye is great. I don't think it's because he is has is the biggest or the most like popular, the most even like you know because it's it's Drake. You could there's lots of downside. You could say things about Drake like oh he didn't write his best songs. You know <laughs> you could say stuff like that if you if you want. But he is the most popular. That's what he has going for him. Both artists are great in different ways but father had to hard father had to stretch his hands out and come get it for me (laughs) so like i mean same argument you know yeah i i guess kanye what drake wrote a little bit on one song but kanye's always had writers yeah he's always had writers and and no one really gives him flack for it only drake catches flack for not having i guess it's just because kanye is doing like and what did drake not write vision i don't know he wrote he didn't write like 10 bands no telling and I want to say no. But isn't uh, that your energy. favorite Drake album? Yeah, that is and my favorite. the biggest songs. Yeah, whatever. Album. No, <laughs> <laughs> written by him. And... But the real question is in a verse. It's twenty songs for twenty songs. I just don't see a situation where Kanye is able to keep up with Drake for hits amongst twenty songs. I think he could. 
I understand why you would think that way. <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I, I think he definitely could. The problem is there's really no right answer. There's no wrong answer to this. No, question. that's that's what so I was saying. At the I beginning think is, this is a really tough one, and we'd have to we'd have to see what actually happens. Like we could do a little another test. Yeah. But I I think it would be very difficult, and I think Drake is so big right now, and Kanye, his greatest works are in the past as of right now so like it if you bring that to somebody um that just knows hip-hop now they might just say drake's better yeah yeah but but i don't think you could just i don't i don't think you could make that distinction it would be very difficult it'd be very difficult so i i don't know even i don't know for sure which is best. I'm just going with Kanye because I think he's been more impactful in hip hop. Yes. But I think Drake is definitely more popular right now. He's probably more popular than Kanye ever was. So Yeah, I would I would say logistically that Kanye is probably more important to hip hop than Drake ever will be. Yeah. Um, but I will say that Drake has accomplished more than I think any rapper will ever. Yeah. Well, maybe um, he's accomplished more than any rapper has. I don't know if he'll yeah. ever accomplish rap wise like just yeah. music wise yeah but i don't know if he'll be the biggest ever true it could it could change with and there are there are rap artists that have done bigger things than drake has but music wise no drake has has done the most yeah he's he's and that makes it sound like he's the most impactful but it's not like he's he's had the most success yeah but that doesn't make him the most impactful. No, that's true. Um, speaking of like music, who would you say is the best white rapper of all time? <laughs> you like to have this discussion too. Yeah. Um, Eminem, definitely. Mac Miller. There's no question. There's no question that Mac Miller is easily the best white rapper of Mac all time. Mac Miller is easily second. Second? Yeah. So what makes you say that Mac Miller should be second? He hasn't had nearly the impact that Eminem's had. Really? Yeah. You truly believe that? Definitely. And what do you base your argument on on like every album eminem put out for like 10 years We're for 10 all, years for like 10 years. you're telling me that eminem for like 13 years had actually. a 13 year run where he was like strong yeah you're trying to tell me that recovery was a good album it did huge numbers you are correct <laughs> not <laughs> afraid has like a billion plays on youtube <laughs> like fortunately it does <laughs> so like i think from like 2000 2013 eminem had a lot of success he did have a lot of success i just it's hard for me to to accept eminem as a better rapper than mac miller on the basis of like what mac miller was able to produce over time because he he wore so many different hats mm -hmm. as like a producer as a musician as a rapper sure um what he was able to kind of produce uh, from album to album changing his sound and yeah. his his rhyming schemes and his lyrics and that sort of thing and what he chose to dive into i think it's hard for me to accept the fact that eminem has better numbers because he does yeah and i think that eminem had the luxury of being the first white rapper to go mainstream he was the first rapper in general to go mainstream there's no disputing that there's no rapper that was selling out arenas before but doesn't that make him the greatest white rapper of all time well i mean it's really like kind of like the bias of whether or not like the the setup was like the way that the music industry was set up at the time was designed for him to succeed yeah but shouldn't that have worked for mac miller then shouldn't if he had been bigger it, than eminem once he got in the game if he was better 
that's a good another good question um you're using my logic against me which is tough <laughs> <laughs> uh and it's hard because like i love mac miller to like I know, to, man. To, he makes great music. He does make very, very good music. But I just, I just, I think he's definitely second, in my opinion. Ah, man. <laughs> but like, you get what I'm saying though. Like Eminem had like an entire like music industry set up for him to succeed as like, because like rap was was growing in the '90s. No one was a platinum selling artist in the '90s okay. as a rapper. Um, Eminem was the first kind of like platinum selling artist to go mainstream. But Mac Miller had a lot of opportunities from his surroundings. You know? It's just not the same, though. No, it's not the same. But it, it's arguably easier to get big now. Is it arguably easier? Because I feel like the the market's kind of oversaturated. It is. But it's easier to get your music out there on streaming services. And you can make music yourself in your home. But there's too many choices. I mean, like back in like the early 2000s, like you'd have to walk into the convenience store. And there's only going to be a couple albums to pick from. And Eminem's going to be on there regardless. Sure. But he didn't just get on there. Like, he wasn't just there for... <laughs> 13 years because he was the only white rapper and then also what mac miller was able to accomplish in his short career span is interesting as well because he started at a very young age he did but he didn't do nearly what eminem did like eminem's first album is diamond yes that is correct you know so there's like i i see why you want mac miller to be the greatest white rapper thank you because he artistically is super interesting and he made huge strides to change his sound and that's awesome yeah. and he made he's made so much different music in his career and rest in peace Mac Miller man yeah rest in peace Mac Miller because he's a great artist he's a great artist he was a great artist and his music's gonna live on for sure man mm -hmm. it's great but Eminem is just the best white rapper of all time he just his it's hard his for me hip-hop impact is crazy man like for again I don't know how many albums he has but they like all sold for over 10 years, over half a million in the first week. And they yeah. just kept getting bigger. And he has a diamond album, maybe more diamond albums. And he just, he made a transition to that succeeded for a bit. It didn't succeed forever, yeah. but like he had already done a decade worth of work doing one thing by the time he made the transition for like three years where he did recovery. And it was still really successful after he quit drugs. And then he did the Marshall Mathers LP2, where he got artists like Kendrick Lamar yeah. and stuff on that album. And that album, I think, did like 700K in the first week. And it was, that's huge. Like, Mac Miller just never made that kind of impact on rap. But that doesn't mean I don't think Mac Miller was impactful. I think he really was. Yeah. But I think if you're just trying to compare white rappers then i think he's second well i think i think it should be mac miller paul wall and then eminem but i mean we <laughs> <laughs> but like i think like, the question is poised for eminem to win if i were to change the question to who's like the better like artist or musician the answer would clearly be mac miller though right? yeah if you're if you're just, just saying like musician or like yeah even artists you could make that case but rapper eminem for unfortunately sure. eminem claimed yeah. the title but that's like really all he's really like known for and hip-hop is his rapping ability yeah but for so long he was like the best rapper he was the best rapper. you know like not yeah. just white but for a long time he was just yeah. pretty much the best rapper yeah but i think the market was kind of calling for that like eminem was the first mainstream rapper rapper but do you think it's a coincidence that he was white i don't know i don't know yeah it could have just it maybe but i think 
you know, Dr. Dre made that happen. So whether Dr. Dre just kind of saw that like a white person who was good at rapping would make it further than a black person who was good at rapping, I don't know. Maybe he saw that and maybe he figured this guy's good enough to be the greatest ever. I don't know. True. Fair enough. I don't uh, know that. But. Last question here, and then we'll wrap up this little segment. If you could get a feature from any artist, who would it be and on what kind of song? Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I A feature, uh, like their voices on it? Yes. Okay. I don't like Kanye features. No. So I'll just say that I, I think he's one of the greatest artists of all time. But I don't want him to feature rapping on my song. No, I wouldn't want Kanye either because I think that he would not do that good of a job. No, and it'd be really hard to tell him that I'm not putting his feature on. Exactly, he, he would not take that well. Great music when his vision is what he's making it for. I'll let Kanye produce my song. Definitely, 100%. definitely. But I would not want him to rap on a feature on my vision. No, because he's not gonna make that happen. He'll no. make his vision happen in the best way it possibly can, yeah. and he'll help me make my vision happen in the best possible way he can, but not with his words. No. So not Kanye. I guess I wouldn't pick Drake because he would wash me. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way I'd pick Drake because he would wash me. But he would make your song the biggest song ever. It would be the biggest song. I would never have a hit again. He would do it to the you know the club going up on a on a Tuesday. You ever heard of that guy again? Yeah, I love McKinnon. <laughs> the only person that survived a Drake feature, I'm pretty sure, is Lil Baby. Lil Baby but And Kendrick Lamar, but Kendrick Lamar is already big. But that's the thing is if you're good enough to be big you're gonna maintain it anyway but yeah. drake gives you that boost you need it's not really drake that made those other artists flop no right it's just that they weren't really good enough to maintain it yeah you know so like drake is the ultimate boost yeah black boy jb never recovered though after the look alive no because his music isn't good no it's simply not you know so like <laughs> if you have good music you're gonna like lil baby makes good music so right. after that yes indeed song which i don't even like that song yeah but after that he's gone on to make really good music true so i i think the drake is the ultimate boost i think if you any voice you want on your song definitely be drake for yeah sure. for me if i were to do it like do my own song <clears throat> I, i'd be a toss-up if i could get if i could be greedy i would pick both but i I would love to get the weekend to do a sample for me, and like I'd loop that in the back. Just <laughs> all the vocals. hate you give to the weekend. Yeah, no, you're but I like ask for the weekend. On bro, his song. samples are so nice. They're and amazing. They're, his voice. Yeah, the weekend was definitely not one of. I, I, he'd be like two or three for me. If but I, if I can't, if if I can't choose him for like a sample and have someone else for the feature, then I'll scrap the weekend and I'll just take the beat. But I would love to have Rick Ross feature <laughs> on my song. Rick Ross would be a dope feature too. Rick Ross would be a great feature. Um, it's either between him or J Rock, but you already know. How yeah, I, feel about. I, um, those are those are great, man, for sure. I guess it depends what your goal is. If you're just if you have enough strength and like confidence in your own music that you don't think you need a Drake boost to get to the top, <laughs> don't take the Drake boost. But like, I think that is the ultimate stimulus. Yeah, it is the ultimate stimulus. But I've never heard a bad a bad Rick Ross feature. Yeah, I. I don't know, but I'm sure there's one out there. I'm sure there's one out there, <laughs> but you had to look hard. Because there's a lot of good Rick Ross features, but yeah. I don't think he is going to hit every time. No, he's so not. No. Who would you pick, though? Who, who's your featured artist on your song? If not Drake, probably Drake. But if not Drake, yeah, The Weeknd or like... Um, is this like a rap song or is this like an R&B song? Where do you want for here? I don't even know. Ed Sheeran would be a great feature to have, too. Does like, Ed Sheeran do features? Rarely. He's on an Eminem feature. I think that's true. He's on a weekend feature. 
Really? Yeah, on um, Beauty Behind the Madness. Mm. It's a good song. Uh, True. Dark Times. Um, yeah, I don't know. He'd be a good feature to have. Just anybody gigantic, I guess. Yeah. 100%. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's our next? Uh, so, yeah, thing? I got Rick Ross and you're taking Drake. Yeah, well, I'll go Drake for sure if I, if I could. We'll move on here to our next little section we got going on. We've got some sports. Nine and some sports. All right. Now, our barbecue happened around the time of the Super Bowl. It did. Was it a week after? I think it was a week after. We were supposed to recap the Super Bowl. Our last podcast was the Super Bowl Sunday. Okay. We recorded before yeah. the, the game happened, and then we are going to recap the next week, but we forgot to. So we'll just recap we now. Recap now. Whatever. It's a little... Shaw, you lift weights, right? Weights. Shaw, you're a big man, right? Man. Shaw, you like sports, right? Sports. <laughs> uh, I don't remember a ton from the game now. I do remember that Tom Brady uh, hit his bets for me by halftime. Three touchdowns. Yeah. And uh, I think I had Tampa Bay to win the game. So that was a nice little cash out by halftime. I remember the Chiefs not getting a touchdown. No. So they that didn't. was kind of disappointing. It's tough. Like, because, like, I, 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 as a football fan, I, I don't like the Super Bowl because of how much they, they, they put emphasis on making it um, appealing to the average viewer because not a lot of people will watch football all season. They'll only watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. That or the halftime show. Um, but I don't love watching the Super Bowl just for that fact. But I usually just look for a competitive game. And unfortunately, in the three years that we've known each other, we've only had one competitive Super Bowl game. It was last year. And it was last year. Yeah. And then this year, we did not have a competitive Super Bowl, no. Super Bowl game. And then in 20, I think it was 2019 that would have been. In our first it was a year, terrible game. it was a terrible game between the Rams and I want to say it was the Patriots. I don't remember, but probably. Uh, Chiefs beat the San Francisco 49ers last year, and that was a great game. It was a really good game. This game was I won a bottle of gin from that one. Oh, you did? That, yeah. yeah. Throw it out. Say one more time. <laughs> yeah, Braden, he got me a big bottle of gin <laughs> because his 49ers lost. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Chiefs took the L. Um, I just I think Patrick Mahomes like did everything he could. I think he had some of the most incredible plays that resulted in incomplete passes like, yeah he was like just getting absolutely it wasn't his fault yeah, buried by like defensive linemen while throwing absolute darts in the end zone to wide receivers with butters on like butter on their yeah, fingers yeah i think it was just unfortunate that the defense was really good yes um, the buccaneers were great yeah the, the buccaneers went really crazy on that and um, it wasn't even Patrick Mahomes' fault, man. No, like he tried. No, and the, the defense just lacked. Defense can't give up twenty-eight points. Yeah, uh, but I think it was twenty-eight points by halftime, uh, or something. By like halftime, I don't. I think they probably ended with twenty-eight. No, because Tom Brady had three touchdowns in the first half. Okay, including I think two field goal attempts. I think they missed really? one, though. but okay. don't call me on that one. But I know he had three touchdowns by the first uh, the first half. Yeah, yeah. So I knew that the lead was crazy to begin with. Um, How did you feel about the halftime performance by the weekend? Um, It was not bad. It was okay. It was okay. I, I thought it looked like he sang well. Mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of people sing for the Super Bowl, right? They like yeah. the back track. So he actually sang, and it sounded good. And I like that. Uh, that was really cool. I think the main focus was on the spectacle of the, of the thing, though, because yeah. the weekend is not a triple threat. You know? Yeah. Like, he's not going to dance. Um, he's not going to do a whole real big acting thing. <laughs> he's just singing. That's yeah. what his strong suit is. So he had a whole bunch of other stuff around him so that it wasn't just focused on him 
doing not much with himself other than singing. How do you feel about the Michael Jackson uh, nod with the jacket in like a few dance moves there? I mean, he's like? been doing that the, for this whole album yeah. thing, cycle because he's clearly influenced by him in the album, which is fine. I mean, he clearly can't dance like him. No. But like, it's, it's still cool. It's pretty cool. I don't I think like anyone it. can dance like MJ, but no, that is most cannot. I was interested to see like the uh, <clears throat> the the song choices he went with. I, I didn't think he was gonna play the hills. I, I was I, I figured that he might might have had to because of how big that song was. I just didn't think he would go that far back in his discography, but he did. Yeah, which I did. I did appreciate. I didn't really expect that either, but that song was diamond. So yes, that's a- even the um, can't feel my face song. Um, yeah, which was hilarious that he played that um, that song during the Pepsi halftime commercial, <laughs> Pepsi halftime show. Yeah, song. someone made that tweet, right? Yeah. And I think my business and music prof was saying that his friend knew the person that made the the tweet about <laughs> the Coke. So that's hilarious. That's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I feel I give him, I give him a B plus. Yeah. I've seen I've seen much better. There's definitely better. I don't think it's in the top ten all time. No, there's no way. I think there's too many great ones. I think, um, yeah, and I think it was something my business and music prof, um, shout out to Noah, um, he was mentioning that, like, what The weekend did a good job, but, like, what a good job is has changed. Yes. You know? It's good like, point. it's not just, like, you put on a great musical performance, you know, like Prince or, like, you know, yeah. Bruce Springsteen or anything like yeah. that. Like, it's not like that anymore. It's, it's a whole spectacle. Yeah. You know, it's not even just focused on the music now. Mm-hmm. So like, it's a good job, but it's different than what a good job used to be. That is true. Uh, and then after the uh, halftime performance, the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs took the field and uh, Patrick Mahomes took the L. He did. Uh, giving Tom Brady his seventh NFL championship, seventh that is Super crazy. Bowl title. Um, and uh, did you see the uh, the little shebang shindig party happening in tampa bay on the boats i didn't but i saw the me with tom brady just like drunk as hell dude he was thrashed he <laughs> someone's was, like holding him up yeah no, he's <laughs> so giddy yo he looked like he smoked the best weed i've ever yeah. seen in my life that's hilarious and oh the the family that designs the uh the super bowl trophies were cheddared that he threw it from one boat to another boat. Oh they my were, god! They were like, "You need to issue my dad an apology." Like, oh what are you god. talking about? Like, he won the Super Bowl. Like, he has six more doing? of them. You think he cares <laughs> yeah. about that one? <laughs> exactly. He doesn't care about that at all. But yeah, that was interesting. That they had like a boat parade. I thought that was an interesting play that call. That is interesting. But I guess if you own a boat and you're a millionaire in Tampa Bay, Florida, you might as well do it. You might as well during Rona. Yeah. Didn't look like they cared about Rona at all, though. They um, probably didn't. Definitely had a nice super spreader event happened there in Tampa. <laughs> it was. Definitely Florida. I mean, Tom Brady was not wearing a mask. No, no one was. No, I thought that was an interesting play call. Yeah, it's uh, weird. Good for Tom Brady, man. He solidified himself as, you know, the greatest greatest quarterback quarterback of all time. time. Now there's no questions about, you know, can Tom Brady win without Bill Belichick? It's obviously... Because he can. He he can. I mean, and I think think what was interesting is that... the Tampa Bay coach was saying, um, I think it's Bruce Arians, he was saying that he let Tom Brady coach more than he ever has in his career. Mm. He just kind of like every once in a while through the season, just kind of let Tom Brady take over and be the leader that he can be because he's such a great football mind. And I don't think Bill Belichick ever gave Tom Brady that freedom really? to coach up the offense when, when he thought he could. Interesting, yeah, because like Belichick and Brady, they're like a duo for a long time, you would assume. Yeah. 
I guess he, I guess he had to do it just to just to prove he could. Yeah, and I think that's the most like important relationship in football is the head coach and the quarterback. That's yeah. the defining factor of whether or not your team can make that next level yeah. or not and make it to the Super Bowl and win. So, I mean, good for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Definitely. Um, speaking of Tampa Bay, uh, our Tampa Bay Raptors. The Tampa Bay Raptors. <laughs> um, they yeah. actually have now they're, moved they're to even. 500. 500. They're 15 uh, and 15. Right? 15 and 15. Big game last <laughs> night. They beat the Timberwolves. Uh, yeah. Big fourth quarter comeback. Uh, I, I'm liking the way that they're playing. Uh, I think they're playing with a little more intensity. I, I, I gave them a hard time at the beginning of the season because I'm I was used to the Raptors always having that heart and pride in their team. Yeah. Um, and we talked about about that before. But, but they had to do some huge rebuilding, man. Like yeah. they lost both their big guys. And yeah, yeah. Like they they still need a big guy that's gonna like consistently come through for them. But what do you think about Boucher? You think you've like he Boucher's really nice. The only problem with Boucher is that he's a seven footer that weighs probably about 150 pounds. Yeah. Soaking wet. Um Do you think yeah, do you think they're gonna try and beef him up? Or just leave him? Yeah, I think he's gonna have to get some protein shakes in him. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure you have a regimen that can help out. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I just I think for me, like what's gonna be important is whether or not the Raptors can find a consistency in their bench that can save Pascal Siakam or Fred VanVleet or Norman Powell from having to carry the offensive load. Yeah. Because we don't have a ton of what you would call in the NBA like professional scorers. We don't have a lot of professional scorers. We have a lot of great playmakers. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest question right now that's floating for the Raptors, especially with like Kyle Lowry being out with injury, yeah. is how do you make an argument for Kyle Lowry to return to the starting lineup and who do you take out? Because right now, it's Fred VanVleet Norman Powell, OG and Anobi, uh, Pascal Siakam, and are they starting Aaron Baines? I don't know, but he doesn't do much, does he? I just know that Larry's not in the starting lineup right now. And Norman Powell, starting Norman Powell has been the best decision they've made so far. They should have done that a long time ago, man. He's great, but I get why you want him on the second line, so there's actually some strength there. But Yeah, and I just don't know how they're going to run that. And so last night we were watching the game, and um, the rookie, Utah. A wannabe or something like that. I, I don't know what his last uh, name is. No um, idea. Japanese player, international player that came over playing for the Raptors. He unfortunately died last night. Um, really? Yeah, he died. Uh, I think it was Anthony Edwards who came on the baseline. And um, oh, <laughs> I was like, what? Todd? Yeah, there was a murder Jesus. on screen. Did oh my you god! See that? Yeah, yes, no. I saw the poster. Possibly, yeah, possibly the dunk of the year. I oh remember. God, you like, I was like, I know. Died? I know. You were shocked. I can't believe that had you there. But yeah, Anthony Edwards caught the ball on the the left hand baseline. Pump faked. Uh, Bembry went. Uh, Bembry went right by him. Uh, one dribble baseline, and he rose yeah. up on the ladder, yeah. put his nuts uh, in that dude's face, uh, and yammed on him. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. That was, without a doubt, probably like one of the nastier in-game dunks I've ever seen in my life. It was crazy. He caught a body. crazy. He caught a body. Oh, my God. And, man, um, people are talking like they're going to trade Kyle. You think they're going to do that? No, they're not going to trade Kyle Lowry. It was a rumor me? for a little while, though. That's just Radbeard's, like, fandom. We're, we're a really toxic fandom. <laughs> like, we got ranked on Twitter as, like, the second most. Like, we're in the second tier of toxicity. I think oh. the top is, like, the New York Knicks, by, like, by themselves. Oh, okay. And then right below them is, like, the Toronto Raptors, the Los Angeles Lakers, the Boston Celtics. Okay. okay. So, we're, we're a toxic fan base for sure. But uh, I, I don't know where the Raptors really, uh, really... I don't think they really need to make moves uh, to the roster. I just think they need to uh, sculpt what they have now okay. and make it work for them. 
Um, but I want to ask you a question. Um, we saw that Anthony Edwards poster last night. I yeah. thought I'd ask you a question. Um, if you could dunk on anybody in the NBA, who would you posterize and why? <laughs> oh, my God, man. I don't know. You don't know? Um, uh, uh Maybe just Rudy Gobert, man. For, yeah. For starting the COVID. Yeah. Thing, being a dick about it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. What, what about you? Rudy Gobert would be a great poster. That would look really good. You dunking on Rudy Gobert would be hilarious. Yeah, he's really tall too, right? If I could yam on anybody, I want to yam on Giannis. Yeah. For sure. If I could catch a body on Giannis, that'd be hilarious. That'd be funny. But I want him to like fall on his back after. You know, like I want him to like, <laughs> I want to be able to say something on the way the way up, like meet me at the rim, and then just like he does a lot of crying, man. Like, yeah, I he feel does. like he just you know like he'll, he'll throw himself on the ground for no reason. The Bucks are not that good right now. The Bucks well, they lost struggling. to us twice, and they lost like a couple games before that. Yeah, they've been struggling, which is I love to see. Yeah, it's awesome. I really do thoroughly enjoy <laughs> it. But uh, yeah, looking forward, we have um, the NBA All Star is coming. Uh, All Star break is coming up March seventh. Yeah. Um, I don't know where. Let me look at the starting lineups actually, because I think they've already been announced. I know that there. Um, who was it? Damian Lillard was a snub. Um, they the already ha- did. Any of the Raptors yeah, make it? Because the start the starting lineup is is uh, fan voted, player voted, and um, media reported like uh, voted. Mm. Um, right, so it's an accumulation of multiple different things. Um, so for the East, we have um, Kyrie Irving is voted in to start at the point guard. Okay. So he's averaging about 28 points per game, and the Nets have been playing really good. And obviously, the fans love Kyrie. He's one of the most popular NBA players, so that's not a surprise. He's also the best point guard, in my opinion, in the East okay. right now. Okay. Bradley Beal finally made it to the yeah, All Star game. Yeah, he's been doing great. Finally got the starting uh, lineup spot that he deserved. Uh, he's averaging like 30 something a game, so he definitely deserved that as well. Uh, and then to fill out the front court is Giannis, Kevin Durant, and Joel Embiid. So yeah, no, I think those that's are all reasonable. reasonable picks. Uh, in the West, we have Stephen Curry starting at the point guard. Uh, we have Luka Doncic. Uh, he's in the front court, though, I think. I don't think he's in the two spot. Um, and then we have Kawhi Leonard, uh, LeBron James, and Nikola Jokic. Okay. Is now uh, okay. starting in the in the All Star game. Uh, the only player I feel like that got snubbed. I feel like I feel like Luka Doncic shouldn't have started. I feel like uh, Damian Lillard should be a starter. I think so. Luka. Okay. Even though Luka's a generational talent, he's averaging like some crazy stats right he's now. He's crazy, yeah. His team's not winning. So you think that means he shouldn't? Yeah, I, I think that... I think what's important to recognize an all-star is that you have big numbers, but those numbers translate into wins. Yeah. And okay. I think that's an important piece of that, which is... I but mean, what about Bradley That's Beal. what I'm saying, right? That needs to flip the argument. Like, it's hard to recognize uh, great accomplishments... Um, and then also integrate the winning without, you know, yeah. disrespecting anybody else that should be starting. But uh, Bradley Beal has fought really hard for this spot. Um, I feel like Luka Doncic is still deserving. I just think Damian Lillard was the better pick. Fair enough. So Did any of the Raptors make it? Is Van Vliet even? Uh, no, but I think they probably will. I think Van Vliet will make a case to be on the bench. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I, I, I know none of them made the, the first line, but like... <laughs> I think he should be on the bench. He's great. Yeah, I think the reserves will be announced later. Okay. Um, for where they're going to be at, but right now I, I could definitely see. I think Fred VanVleet might be a reserve uh, bench player for uh, the Eastern Conference, which would be exciting to see. But didn't they do for a year? Didn't they? 
do it that like they pick team captains yeah. in the East and West, and then they just picked whatever guys they wanted. Yeah, they did that. Uh, Giannis and LeBron did the first yeah. year, or I think maybe it was uh, Stephen Curry and LeBron. No, and it's then, Giannis and LeBron. That's the second year. Oh, okay, they yeah. did it the first year. Uh, it was Stephen and LeBron that picked, and then it was. Giannis and LeBron that picked the second year and, and that was the Kobe year uh, after Kobe died they changed the all-star format which they're still using this year it's like the first team um, to win each quarter and then the last quarter is the first team to 24 points mm. I think it's how they're gonna run it so and I think at halftime they're doing a dunk contest okay yeah which I think is kind of interesting so like the game will stop halftime players come out and dunk yeah, <laughs> they run the second half of the game. Nice. So it's not gonna be like a typical All Star All Star weekend. Um, I think it's interesting. They're still even following through with. Uh, yeah, I didn't expect the All Star. That's gonna be Especially, weird because they're gonna mix a whole bunch of teams together. And and that was a point that uh, Kenny Smith made on NBA and TNT. Like, say say you do you know do the All Star break and there's a super spreader of COVID at the All Star break. Yeah. You return from it. Then all every, your best players. Yeah now have covid for yeah. and they're and they're gonna be out for 14 plus days yeah which is crazy a little bit problematic for adam silver does the all-star games is it that worth it like does it bring in a lot of money uh that's what adam silver is gonna mm. try and say he's already tried to make that point that there's a lot of people out there who like really have a lot invested in the all-star break but i feel like it would have been better just to give athletes a week off yeah. And this chaotic time, but I guess Definitely. they're going to fall. It's in their contracts, so they have to do it. Yeah. I mean, there's really no no other way to put it, but um, you want to wrap up this little sports segment? And yeah. Are, are we going to throw a little? Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Tampa Bay, Toronto Raptors, um, school in Toronto is continuing. It certainly is. It's trucking <sighs> on. Deep breath. Keeping going. Yeah. Keep it on. Did you pay attention, Poke? I was on Twitter. Did you buy the textbook? Can't afford it. Did you wake up for the midterm? Absolutely not. Welcome, Welcome to, to Zoom, Zoom U. Keep it on. Oh my God. It's All right. kind of brutal. Why do you hate school now? Why do I yeah. hate school? Uh, I don't hate it. I don't hate school either. But I'm just really not enjoying the semester that much. I mean, it's kind of like just a lot of weekly things. Yeah. And I have more business classes this semester than I usually do. And my business profs are not that helpful. No. And it's the probably the classes that I like the least if the prof isn't good you know like yeah. they i think a business class really relies on a good prof and neither of them i'm really enjoying that much so yeah. just gonna be that uh, a couple of my classes are all right though like media history is all right um business and music too is pretty good and creative writing i want to get into it you know it's just like yeah so far i'm not loving it but it, i think it'd be better for me because like i don't need more time i need a deadline i think eng would be better if we had like deadlines for pieces yes, every single dude, week like, i was we just need... saying that to alex yeah. it's like if we had to do like three a week and then we had to do those yeah then i, I would, would do them easy peasy but now that she, but she has it so that we have to do 20 pieces by march 15th that seems like it's forever away but it's not but it's not it's 25 days away yeah and I've only done like four pieces or something. Yeah, I've only done three. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, I got to get on that. I guess it's it won't be that hard if you ended up like only having done half of them. Just yeah. doing 10 pieces in a day wouldn't be that hard, but it would suck. It would suck. But it wouldn't be the hardest thing ever. No, it wouldn't be the hardest thing ever. I just, it's, it's hard right now to find motivation. 
Yeah. To really like, you know, dig my feet in it and find any sort of ground to like push off of. I'm it's, definitely finding that as well. It's very difficult to find motivation. Right and now. like, it's so frustrating. Like every time props are like, oh, like I know these are troubling times and then they the, don't help. Then they make it the worse. troubling times. Yeah. They are the troubling times. Yeah. Like my one prof is just like, yeah, don't be stressed. You know, it's fine. It's like, dude, like you're the one that like has all these group challenges and all these weekly things. Plus big midterms and stuff yeah. it's like come on less group like, work is, yeah i don't know on. why they think more group work was going to solve online issues like no i don't know we so many i have like three group project three classes that i have group projects in this semester yeah. and they're all they all have multiple group projects i finished one from immediate history class so i only have one other one for that that'll yeah. be the easiest one to do because it's a podcast but it's just informational so we all just record our parts and yeah put them together so that that's not that bad but the business ones the business groups are not fun no not at all no um will we ever get jobs um hopefully hopefully i just applied for for one internship so far and i probably won't get it but it's still good practice to like you know put your best foot forward in an resume and like cover letter because i haven't really done that before like i've applied to restaurants with like a half-assed resume or whatever so it was good to actually really give a damn about it you know so that's what i did um on the one i just did but i don't know if anything will come from it and it doesn't if it doesn't it doesn't that's fine i still like have now i have an updated resume that i just have to modify slightly for my next thing and and i have an idea of what'll be good so true do you think uh zoom U has prepared us enough for the workforce yeah 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 it's enough it's enough like i mean like it's not ideal no but um we'll be fine i don't think it's gonna ruin us it just sucks just sucks a lot just sucks (laughs) how do you feel about that uh I guess so. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it's hard to be optimistic right now just because Yeah. Uh, I'm applying for opportunities and internships and stuff like that. I just find, like, I don't have the portfolio I need. And, like, that's a part of that's on me. But a part of that's also, like, I don't feel like... You don't have any opportunities right now. No, there's no yeah. opportunities. It's really discouraging, too, to see, like, half of Bell cut all their, like, their, like, sport media employees. Yeah. Um, Even though they could have kept them. It's just, you know, like, it just seems kind of grim. Yeah. At the moment um but yeah man um but it, the the upside is that it's like we are all dealing with this you know yeah. it's not just like the people we know or something like every student is dealing with this every you student, know every yeah. person honestly most people are dealing with some ridiculous thing due to the pandemic so yeah. it's a universal thing which in a way makes it a little less bad yeah. because we are all experiencing it but it still sucks it, it does still suck. definitely sucks. like a lot yeah but um yeah man uh hopefully there's a, a brighter future ahead and, i hope so um you know I, I feel like this would be a good spot for us to leave off today probably i think it's all gonna be okay you yeah. know but everybody feels screwed up from this man like it is not easy for anyone so that's no. an important thing for everyone to remember i gotta remember that um some days so just, yeah just know that we're all united yeah we waste. are we're, we're always but <laughs> <laughs> all right This has been Ethan Pogue and Ethan Shaw. We'll see you guys next time. See you later.